Uh, welcome back to the Fantasy A-League podcast. This is round 16. My name is Cody. With me is Jake. How are you today, Jake? Excellent today. Thank you, Cody. Yep. How are you? Yep. Doing all right. Doing all right. Let's just get straight into things, Jake. So the Double Chalk Award is the award we give out to well, what we thought was uh, a winning example from the A-League. Or Seems a like a good idea. idea. Oh, the yep. Double Chalk's the good one, the, uh, yeah. the best of the cookies. So my award this week, I'll go first, is to Moranovic, the Phoenix keeper with some I think he pulled off about three good saves, but uh, the last one in particular, um, which in the was in the last injury few minutes, yeah, yeah, against the Jets, to hold on to that two-one win, and you re- you look at it and it's like, oh, what a save! And you sort of relook at it and it's like, well, he, it w- it looks better than it was, <laughs> um, which is probably I don't know why I'm I'm just saying this, seeing that I'm giving him the award, but his foot was sort of like in that position already. He just had to lift it a which, bit. Which I mean, to be fair, he had to be in the right spot. Like, yeah. it would be very easy not to be. Mm in the right spot and if that goal goes mm. in everybody would say well there's not much you can do about mm. it but you still got to make yourself big and which is what right. he did and um, yeah he sort of just lifted his foot but it was blasted at him from point blank yeah. so he's done well you could also say this wasn't mine but um, keepers in general like Jamie Young mm. made a couple of top quality saves as well it's been doing um, well for a few weeks yeah so goalkeepers yeah anyway um, so that's my double chalk award Jake What's yours? Mine was just the Western United and Adelaide game, um, just for entertainment value. Mm. Um, I don't know, you know, at times the defending and some of the football wasn't, the, you know, from a quality point of view, maybe not top quality, but it was just an entertaining game. You know, Adelaide went up, um, I think, it was, was it 3-0 very quickly? Uh, um, I can't remember. It was 3-1 after about 20-something Yeah, and 3-2 at half time, yeah. and then they finished 4-3. Like, it was just, and it got back to 3-all, mm. um, finished 4-3, so it was just a game worth watching. Uh, unless you're maybe a supporter of either of those two that's teams true. or a coach. Yep, but, as a neutral. Uh, well, that's funny, Jake, because my Salted Caramel Award, which is the other <laughs> end of the spectrum, goes to Sunday defending. So Fair seven enough. goals conceded um, in that game alone, the only Sunday game, and maybe they just weren't up for it. I, I certainly don't like a Sunday game myself, so um, maybe it was just something there, or um, more likely they're just... I'd like to actually... How many goals have these two teams conceded so far? So uh, goals against... Adelaide have conceded 24, Western United 22, and the most anyone's conceded is Central Coast 25. So they're up there with sort of goals conceded. I don't know if that's saying much, but um, yeah, it wasn't a very good um, effort, and particularly for points for defenders and goalkeepers from those two mm-hmm. teams. Uh, what about, what's your salted caramel award, Mine Jack? was, um, I, I feel like maybe me a little harsh here, but the Melbourne City and Perth Glory game, mm-hmm. uh, for a game that probably game of the round, and... Looking at it, I expect second a lot. versus third, um, and it just I don't know. It wasn't. I mean, it's I guess a, defending was there, nil yeah. all finish, which we'll get into the results. But this was a bit of a fizzer. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I heard that it was very boring. Yeah, just very a game boring. that I expected a lot, and maybe it was just a bit cagey. No one. You get that to, though, especially with lose. Perth yeah. playing. You never know, really know what you're going to get, but they they defend. Yeah, quite. and to be fair to Perth, I mean that's I think we said it last week. I don't remember what the number is now. Six out of the last seven games with a clean sheet, something like that. So yeah, right. You know they're. Obviously doing very well, but I had hoped for more, especially when you have players like McLaren and Fornaroli, Castro. Like you've got some mm. top quality goal scorers in there, and, and then McLaren on the other end. Um, yeah, said McLaren. Oh, did you say that? Sorry, yeah. Craig Noon. You didn't mention Craig Noon. No, because he's bloody. No, I'm kidding. Well, Perth have conceded the least amount of goals: twelve goals in fourteen games. Um, Sydney conceded thirteen, and they're the two best teams yep. by about four or five goals. So. Um, all right, let's get into how we went this week, fantasy-wise. So Jake has taken out the round, and not only that, he's got a PB, 148 points. 
Well done, Jake. Thank you. you. Must be happy Thank with you. that. Very happy. Although, in saying that, if you look at like the top 10 in our group or our league, a lot of high scores around. Yeah. Um, if you went below 100, it probably wasn't a great round, which uh, Cam ended up losing this week out of us, us four at work. He got 95 points, so he'll be buying new cookies. It's Wednesday today, so he'll probably get them to you today, Jake. He's pretty much got a Subway subscription at this point. Yeah, I, oh, we should have counted how many times that each of us have um, counted, um, bought, bought cookies. Somebody go back and listen, re-listen to all of these podcasts and uh, make De- a tally for Definitely us. don't do that. <laughs> um, I scored 128, so I wasn't far off the pace. Russ, 117. So we all did quite well, um, but as I mentioned, Cam, maybe not as well, 95 points. I don't know. There was, um, I don't have it in front of me, maybe I'll get this, I shouldn't have started talking before I, we're going to have a look, but somebody in our group actually got 170-odd points this week, yeah, well. um, obviously had a very good round. They've, oh, here it is. Um, Conrad, down in 27th overall, so struggling, I guess, a little bit, but this round, 100. What's he overall? He's 27th overall. I say that's struggling. Jack. Well, not struggling, but he's... for a t- right on, mate. Sorry. I should have if you're not in first place, you're struggling. For right? a team that scores 173, obviously mm. other weeks uh, hasn't been scoring quite as well. But, I mean, I've, he's got a, quite a good team here, but then this week just lined up for him. I think he had probably 10 players that scored over 10 points. So, mm. um, And obviously, cap, right captain... Um, Barisha, Lafondre, all scoring quite well. So yeah, was some high scoring, and I'm sure we'll get into that into your stats. But there's some high scoring plays, that's for sure. Like uh, I think we both captained Davila, who got 21 points with a goal and an assist. And yep. no, that's all I think. Um, and there was a bunch of the main players just scored sort of 10 plus points, which really helped out. Um, so yeah, overall, Jake, you're still in first. Uh, I think Liam from Moreen United is second. Correct. And he he, did, he had a good week as well, didn't he? He, he got 145. Yeah, so, so he's much, 17 points behind me. And then who's third? Bernie. We got he's Bernie still, still in third, uh, and he's another 30 behind that. Yeah. So the top three are still within the reach of each three, other. Yeah. Um, and then beyond that, number four is, is Ryan, and he's another kind of 50 points back. Ooh, so there's so a little bit of a gap between third and fourth. So the winner at the end of the season will win a total compression pack uh, prize worth $200. So Jake did win the prize from Tri-Group after round 15, I think mm-hmm. it was. Yep. And we were talking to the owner, Josh, of Tri-Group last night, actually. We're going to get the prize and then we'll speak to second place Liam and see if he wants a backpack or something. But um, So Liam, if you do listen to this, reach out to us. Otherwise, you can wait for us to reach out to you. Um, Jake, I'm in 13th in our group, so I'm pretty happy with that. I think still that's creeping the, highest, up. the highest I've ever been. Russ is 21st, so hovering around as well. Ken, 76th. Which isn't too bad, I suppose. The TBO fanpick team, they've, they've fallen a bit, Jake. They got 94 this week and down to 18th, which I believe is the lowest they've ever been. Um, I can't remember what they were in round one or anything. but Yeah, they started very well and have mm. just slowly, slowly... It's probably fall. my fault. I sort of take my eye off them on the weekend and if there's any players out, I, I barely have enough time to do my own team, so I totally forget about the TPO team. So there's probably a few points that if it was, a, if it was my first pick team, they would have maybe done a bit better. Um, with players on the bench and whatnot. But anyway, uh, let's move on to the round review. So Friday night, 4.15, or Friday afternoon, Knicks hosted the Jets. Um, it was 2-1 to Phoenix, as we mentioned, with Moranovic with a really good save. Uh, Sotirio and Davila scoring, and who scored? the Arroyo scored the Jets goal. He did. And they had a few chances, like we mentioned, uh, to sort of draw that up. But Knicks hold on for three points, and they are in fourth position. Uh, with a three-point gap uh, ahead of 
who's fifth? Adelaide, three points. Game in hand, though, Adelaide. Adelaide do have that game in hand, yeah. So I picked a 2-1 result to Phoenix, Jake. Did I you? picked that one well right done. on the buzzer. What did you say? I said 2-0. So the result, but you've done well with the score there. Later that evening, we had the Big Blue victory host, hosting Sydney. I predicted, predicted one all. what did you say? I said 2-1 to Sydney. Sydney. Well, it was three zip. They smashed them. Yep. Uh, Victory did have some good chances, uh, particularly Toyman. I don't know if you saw his miss, Jake. It was a no. cross from Cruz, and he was about he was in the six-yard box, open header. It did come at him pretty hard, but he's just literally had to head it straight or down. There was a keeper was gone, and he headed it straight over. Oh. Um, and then he, I don't, I think he only played about sixty minutes. Uh, but they did have, well, we should mention they they in the Champions League. They won last night. Yes, yeah. they went over to Japan and played Kashmir Antlers, who came second, third. In China, yeah, in Japan, something like that. I can't remember what they came this year, but that was obviously we we're following that a bit when uh, Ange with his team won the league. So somehow they've beat and they um, Kashmir won the Champions League two years ago, 2018. Yeah. So they're very, into the very good result yeah, for victory. So anyway, they got smashed though in the Big Blue. Uh, Saturday afternoon, 4 p.m. Central Coast hosted Brisbane. I didn't. Oh, I caught little bits of this one. There were some chances for both teams. Um, but it ended up being a cross from Corey Brown that sort of got deflected and, and wrong-footed. Um, well, don't, don't sell him central coach? Don't Barry sell him short. Uh, Corey Brown's been credited with the goal. Yeah, in, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I guess it must have just been on target. <laughs> Maybe a little, it was a deflection. Yeah, Maybe not an own deflection. goal, but deflection. Yeah. yeah. So they ended up getting the win, and, and that puts Brisbane into seventh, uh, one point behind out, out of the six behind Western United. They do have a game in hand. Uh, over Western United, but mm-hmm. that top six, that sixth spot is sort of racing up. Uh, that racing up, heating up, heating up. Yeah, um, there's probably four, four, four or five teams in contention there. But Brisbane do have a tough game this weekend, Jake. Sydney yep. in Sydney on Friday night. So mm-hmm. see how they go. I think they've got in their next five or six games they play five out. I think six games they play five out of the top six or something. So yeah, teams in the top six. Yeah, they've got a really hard run coming Just up. Just glancing at that at the moment. Mm. Definitely a few there. Uh, Saturday, 6.30. City, as we mentioned, hosted Perth in what was a pretty boring nil draw. Oh, first of all, I predicted one nil Brisbane. You got game. it. Yeah, what did you say? I said one all. Yeah, what did you say for City, Perth? City, Perth, I said one nil to City. So yeah, right. I said two one to Perth and it was nil all. Not much more to say of that mm-hmm. one. And then um, I don't think anyone would have predicted 4-3 to Adelaide on Sunday. I said 2-1 Western United. Well, I said 2-1 Adelaide. So okay. I got, I got the result right. and the, yeah. uh, the goal margin. Cool. All right, let's move on to some questions from our, I think all of them came from the Facebook group this time. We've got three questions. The first one was from Edwin and he asked, how to pick the right captain every week? And I did I did ask him, go back and say, do you use the vice captain loophole to give you that extra chance? He said he does. So I, I, I don't know much more to say than um, just, you've got two chances. So out of, out of your two chances, pretty much just pick the players who have done well consistently over. Yeah. Over the year so far, like I, like we went Davila as our first pick. Um, I probably would have. You could go Lafondre if you got McLaren, if you got a Castro, or um, I don't know. Mc- the way that I kind of look at it as well is if you are unlucky enough to do the the loophole and both of your choices score poorly, yeah, there's a good chance that most people will score poorly as well. Like it'll be a low yeah. scoring round. So if you had a like for me, same. I, I went Davila as my first choice, and he did well, so I left it as that. If he had scored poorly, I would have had to choose between McLaren and Lafondre, mm. uh, and Lafondre had a good game. McLaren didn't. So really, I mean, there's a bit of luck involved, but at the end of the day, you've only got maybe four or five players in the league that seem to be scoring fairly consistently. Mm. And if you can, if you have two of those in your team, just go between those two. 
And, and like you know, said, most other teams um, around you yep. in the, who are still playing, I guess, will most likely have those players as captains exactly. as well. So if you're picking um, LaFondre and Davila or McLaren yep. and then neither of them or none of them do well, then all the other teams around you aren't going to do too well either. Question, Cody. Do you look at who each team's playing very much when it comes to captaincy? No. Not at all? No. Oh, I don't know if you would Maybe not at all. That's a tough one. For example, if I was... Um, if the Phoenix were playing Sydney in Sydney, maybe I wouldn't have gone to Villa. Maybe I would go yeah. someone else. In saying that, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I do a little bit, uh, but only if I'm trying to pick between. So I've got two options. Mm. I'll pick like if I've got a McLaren and Lafondre, and I'm trying to pick between them. Yep. If one of them's playing against Newcastle or Central Coast, I'll True. probably go with that, just yeah. because I like it doesn't always goals. work out. But I mean, that's the reason I went with the Villa because they're at home against. They were at home against Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah. So I thought there's a good chance that. They're going to do all right. Yeah, well, um, probably Sydney and Perth would be the two teams I would, if I had to make a choice between two captains and one of the players was playing against Sydney or Perth with their good defensive records, I yeah. probably wouldn't. Maybe that would sway me. Sydney, Perth and Melbourne City if it's a striker because McLaren and Noon. True. I probably wouldn't go Noon for captain, but um, City have scored more goals than every other team except for Sydney. So. Yeah. Yep. They've conceded a lot though, City. 22 goals. 10 more goals than Perth. That's crazy. That's why Buzanis was uh, a poor choice of goalkeeper for so long. Big time. Uh, and that'll come up in discussion in a bit as uh, their, what's his name? Glavo's back from the mm. Oli Roos. Well, it'll be interesting. Uh, we're getting a little off topic here, Cody, from the question, but Melbourne City's last two games, they've kept clean sheets. So mm. does Glavo go back in or does Buzanis get a... a I reckon keep his spot. We'll yeah. see. I suppose the next question is from Roger. He asked, discuss the upcoming eliminator. So it starts in round 18. So this upcoming round is round 17. So we've got one more week. Um, so Jake, do you want to explain what it is? Yeah, so it's basically a head-to-head -head competition where you'll randomly get drawn against somebody who is doing Fantasy A-League. Yep. So there's 28 people, 2,800 people on the website. Um, I think they said, I don't know the, the exact numbers, but about 1,400 people are needed to make the draw work, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, so based on your score this round, you'll get pitted up against somebody for round 18. And it's literally head-to-head. -head. Who gets a higher score out of you and the other person? And if you win, you go through to the next round and you keep going. So eventually somebody is going to win. And it's not just those in our group. Mm. So it's the whole website. The whole website, so yeah. It's, it throws in a little something a little different because at the moment in the league, you just want to get the highest score you can. Yeah. Whereas... In head-to-head, -head, you don't have to have the high score. You just have to beat the other guy. Mm. So all of a sudden, you can do things like look at the other person's team and see where the main differences are, and yep. maybe you'll want to... Make a few changes. Um, make a change based on what the other guy's got. It'd be interesting to see... a captain based on what yeah. he doesn't have. Like, if I've got McLaren and he doesn't, maybe I want to make McLaren my captain. Yep. Like, yeah. It'd be so. interesting to see how they how it works on the website too, see how you can kind of view the the layout of yep. the, the page and all that. And yeah. and I we should mention, you don't have to do anything. You, you'll be automatically put yeah. in. You don't have to And, and to be honest, you could ignore it completely. Yeah. You don't have to change the team at all. What's interesting, because most, I'd say everybody is in a head-to-head -head league because um, yeah. the site I think you puts put people in, in yeah. with some public ones automatically. Or maybe some people like I have joined a couple. And you'll notice that some weeks you'll have a really good week, but it just happens that the person you're playing has a slightly better one. Mm. So it'll be frustrating. Like I think in one of the leagues I'm in, so I got 148 this week. The guy that I beat got 145. No, it's probably his, you know, one of the best scores he's ever got. And, he's and lost. he lost a head to head. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who can. Yeah. Well, we 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 did create a TPA rankings league, which I'm leading, and this week just gone was my first loss. So um, 
I got 128 points. And I think the person who beat me got 140 something. So it was my yeah. first loss. And um, yeah, so there you go. That should be a bit of fun. And we certainly will be covering it on the podcast to see how we all go on until, it, unless I'm eliminated, then we won't talk about it. <laughs> the last question is from Dylan. He says, is Brucia an option for the buy coming up? And uh, of Dylan, the answer for me is 100% yes. Brucia's on fire. Uh, ever since he had that little maybe three or four week period where he was on the bench, he was missed a game or two, um, he wasn't picked. Well, now he's on fire. He has been for a little while. McDonald's gone, obviously, to, to Brisbane. So he's their number one striker. He takes penalties. He's scoring for fun. And yeah, oh, he's got Diamante around him. Um, he is quite expensive now. What is he, Jake? He's like 400 and something. That's a good so, question. I'll bring him up. He's up there uh, yeah. in terms of the most expensive players at this point. Yeah, but um, if you can afford him, I definitely think so. The buy upcoming, there's three teams uh, around 19 that have a buy, and he's not one of them. They have played... He's got a, So Western games. United have the buy next week. Next week. So maybe 18. wait. To, so I get, and that's probably 18, his yeah. question. Oh, right? I see what you're um, saying, yeah. Is he worth getting despite the buy? Oh, uh, I don't know about that. I'd wait. Do, do you know why he might be? If you haven't already got Diamante, yeah. just having him in your team means that you'll get the um, the ability to do the loophole, the captain, vice-captain loophole. Mm, yeah. um, the other thing is, so he's worth 420000 Okay. Um, McLaren's four thirty seven, so about the same. Yeah. Lafondre's slightly cheaper. Um, Fornaroli's a little bit cheaper, but he's he's def- there's a few that are all around that s- similar sort of price yeah. range. Barisha, though, has a break-even of minus four, so... He's gonna. He's projected to go up uh, another fifty thousand this week, based on depending on how many scores, obviously. So if you're mm. thinking about him, now's probably not a bad time, okay. aside from the fact that he's going to have a buy next week, but yeah. he'll go up in value this week. Yeah, and I guess uh, Dylan, maybe just see how your team is. If you've got plenty of players and it doesn't really matter if if he's going to miss next week, then yeah, go for it. I would. Um, otherwise, for me, I'm I'm still holding on. I've still got. Craig Noon on my bench and I'm waiting till after round 19 to make or the sort of maybe yep. next week or the week before to make some changes and he's one of the players I'm looking at but yeah I'm probably going to wait till he comes down in price because I can't I don't think I can actually afford him right now uh, that's all the questions thanks for those to uh, Edwin, Roger and Dylan now we're getting into some of Jake's stats and then we'll look at the upcoming round the changes we're looking to make and then um, also the five games and we'll give you our predictions so Jake where do you want to take us? alright so Firstly, um, a little milestone maybe in the Fantasy League, and that is that there's been a player, the first player to hit 200 points for the season. Mm. Probably wouldn't be that hard to guess. Yep, Devilla. So he's on 201, I think, for the season. Who would have picked that from round one, you know? Which is crazy, because there's only about 15 players that have even hit 100, and he's on 200. So I, we both, I think, said he was overpriced for Mm. quite a while. We both eventually picked him up, and we're both been picking up quite a few points from him. So. Yeah, I wish I picked him up a bit early, but yeah. I think we've had him for about six, seven, eight rounds now. Anybody that had him from really the start well. uh, will have gotten a very big price rise, yeah. price rise since the, the season, uh, round one, sorry. Mm. Um, I'm just going to have a quick look before I get into other stuff. So he has gone up 303000 since mm. round one in price. So crazy. Um, possible score this week. There's a lot of high scores, but the possible score was still only 221. Okay. Um, so those that got 170-odd did very, very uh-huh. well. I think it was like, it's seemed that most of the big players just scored well. Well, when I read out the team of the week, you'll yeah. see that there's a, a number of these players that most, or a lot of people have. Mm. Uh, and if they weren't in this team of the week, the top 11, there's a lot of players that got 
the same sort of scores mm. and just missed out, um, who a lot of people owned as well. So it's a 3-4-3 formation. Um, goalkeeper was Andrew Redmayne, obviously with a clean sheet, although there was a couple of clean mm. sheets, so a few keepers Must all did made well. a couple of saves. Yep. Uh, defenders, three of them were Corey Brown with that goal, uh, Scott Neville, obviously with yeah, the clean sheet for Brisbane Roar, must have got a couple of tackles or intercepts in there, and Curtis Good, again, with a clean sheet. Midfielders were Davila, uh, Borm Johan, Ninkovic, and O'Shea. Borm Johan, uh, and Borm Johan got, red card. <laughs> got the red card, but he got a goal and an assist, yep. um, and a clean sheet. So True. did very well despite the minus six red card points. And then up front was Miller Yuznic, Barisha, and Lafondre. Okay. Um, team of the year. There's no. There's only one change, uh, and I think we're going to see less and less changes now because mm, obviously the, sense, yeah. the top eleven are kind of pushed away from the rest. Um, but it's that front three that keeps changing. So there's there's probably five strikers forwards that are all within the same sort of price. Uh, sorry, our uh, points range. Yep. And they keep kind of trading in and out. So Fawn Riley was traded in, or he was put in the team last week. He's dropped back out this yep. week for Barisha. So for the okay. first time, Barisha is in the team yeah, of the year. Yep. Uh, and just as a reminder, McLaren and Lafondre, the other two forwards mm. in that at the moment. Um, I won't go through that whole team, though. Um, in terms of the most traded players, we're now, what is it, it's Wednesday, so we've got a little bit of data. Um, this might change a bit over the rest of the week. Um, most traded out, Economides, and I think he was in this list last week. It's just people are... I He's guess starting. Yeah. He was, I think he had 20 something percent of people owned him at one point. Mm. So obviously people are realizing he's not playing and just get, getting rid of him. Um, do you want to guess any or you, you have no, to, no, you to read them? So Josh Risden got negative two this week. So he's uh, on the most traded out list. Lee Broxham, Traore, Fornaroli. Um, and I think there's a reason for that, which I'll explain in a minute. Uh, Marinovic, because uh, despite doing quite well, um, they've got a buy this week. Oh, true. Cam Sober, Bom Johan, given he got the red card, he'll miss a couple yep. of weeks. Uh, Toivonen and Mitch Duke. So they're okay. the most traded out. Most traded in, Ryan Grant is back. Yep. So he's, he's coming in. And he's quite a decent price for how high up mm. uh, in terms of points that he's been scoring. So um, that makes sense. Riley McGree, another goal on the weekend. Milo Yuznic, um, which is still an interesting one because his price is not too different from like a Toivonen at the moment. Mm. And, mm. But, he scores, you know, but. He's yeah. scoring a lot of goals. Um, Petrados being traded in, which I thought was interesting. That is interesting. Maybe because he's dropped so much in value now. He dropped another 50,000. He's like 220 or something. I traded him out mm. this week. Mm. So anyway, people are jumping on him again. Bom Johan is being traded in. We just mentioned him on the traded out list. For some reason, people are not realizing not that he's, he's missing some games. Yeah. So he's going to miss the next two, and then he's got to buy. Yeah. So if you're one of the people that's traded him in, that's, that's a bad move. Yeah, definitely reverse that. And you can reverse up until kickoff of the first game. Yep. yep. Uh, Ninkovic, Lafondre, uh, Jack Hendry, which... He's uh, a new player for City. Yeah, it must mm. be... It's not, he's, he's not up to the third game yet, nah. so his value won't change, but he's quite cheap. Yep. Uh, Redmayne and Marco Rojas. So oh, the, Rojas. Yeah, he should be back. Yep. Um, hopefully this weekend he's playing. Yep. Um, some price, projected price changes. So the ones who are projected to go up the most this week, Corey Brown after that goal, he's got a break even of negative 13. So it doesn't matter what happens this week, he'll go up in value. Mm. Well, who knows? He might concede a lot of points. He would need to yeah, cop a bunch of goals Eight and nil. get a red card. Eight nil red card on goal. Somehow get give away a pen. Give away a pen, maybe take a pen and miss it. Yeah, I don't think he'll be taking pens. Anyway, uh, Curtis Good. Uh, there's a couple of... It's pretty much Brisbane Raw and Melbourne City on this okay. list. So yeah. Curtis Good, 
Delbridge, um, Buzanis. You've got Barisha on there, like I mentioned, yep. another 50-odd to go up. Milo Yuznich is on there. What's Buzanis looking to go up? I've got him in About 47,000. Um, but like we said, that depends on if he plays. Yeah. So Surely he's going to play this week, at least. I'm hoping he does. That'd be rough on him, wouldn't it? Just to, for, for the sake of my team. He's done pretty well the last few weeks. Um, and then the rest of the list there is Hingett, Jacob Pepper, Jamie Young, and Ben Halloran. Okay. Um, in the other direction, there's probably only five that I want to pick out because um, I'm guessing that there's a bunch of people who have these players. Mm-hmm. Um, not the first one though. The the new player Su- Suseta, I think they yeah, yeah say from Northern City. So he's played two games now. Um, he's started at two hundred ninety five thousand mm. as a forward. Um, his break even is so high now because he obviously hasn't been scoring yeah. a lot of points that he's going to drop probably fifty. So. If you're thinking about picking him up where you have already, it's probably going to go down. Mm-hmm. The other ones here, I think a lot of people have, so consider whether you want to keep them and or whether you jump out before they drop, and that's Castro. He's going to drop 40,000. Fornaroli, about the same, and Mueller, uh, about 35, and then Kianese as well. Okay. So they're the, the biggest price drop expectations. Um, I think that's all I've got, Cody. Cool. All right, let's heading into the upcoming round and Jake we didn't mention that you you did make a trade that you certainly didn't mention yes. on the podcast last week you, no. so you got rid of Petrados and you brought in Ben Halloran which I thought was an interesting one yeah look I think when we spoke last week I was I, was cons- I, I mentioned Petrados as a maybe I mm. think but I was talking about McGree mm. um, I ended up deciding that McGree and, and this actually happened he dropped about $50,000 despite scoring a goal mm. um, I knew Petrados was projected to go down as well, so I didn't want to make Petrados to McGree to have them both drop. So I thought Halloran uh, is, an, is one of those players that isn't in Perth, Sydney or Melbourne Victory, given they've got that buy round coming up, and he's been doing quite well. He has, so, yeah. And he was projected to rise in value, which he did. So from a cash point of view, that one worked out quite well. Halloran got an assist, so he did well for me. I think he got 11 points. So, um, and Petrados got four points, I think. So I'm quite happy with how that mm. turned out uh, one week in. Okay. Uh, so this week, how, are we looking to make any trades? Jake, I'll go first. Um, it, I'm probably, the answer is no. I, I don't think so. I'm, I'm hoping just to keep my trades again. Um, probably make two next week and the week after heading into round 19. Wait, 70. yeah, next week I'll be making two trades to try and mitigate this. Just to get ready. Um, yeah, get ready, I suppose. So I'm, I'm sort of holding back for that. Um, the only trade I, I potentially might make is Bazanis if he doesn't play because I've got Maranovic in goals. They got a, they got the buy this week, so he won't play. If Bazanis doesn't play too, then I'm wasting a goalkeeper spot. Um, we'll see though. I haven't even looked at what what all the other keepers are priced at. If it's too much, I'll probably just forego the points and just say stuff it. It's only a keeper. Yep. Um, yeah. So. Other than that, Jake, I do have Elrich in my team still, and he's so he's just gone to Perth, which is interesting. I don't think he'll play much, if at all. Mm. Um, it's more of a uh, apparently uh, what, what's the Asian Champions League play? Okay. Yeah, so he's just yeah just moved clubs. Um, so I don't really know what to do with him, but he's a defender, and I don't really want to make trades with my defenders just to get another defender in. So I'll probably just keep him there. He's just going to sit on the bench anyway. Uh, that's it. What are you what are you looking? To um, Everything you just said about the keepers goes for me as yeah. well. I've got the same two goalkeepers. Um, I did have a very quick look at what options there were if I was going to trade somebody out. Mm. Redmayne is decent value for considering he's a Sydney 
What's um, he worth? Goalkeeper. I think he's about 250,000. Um, That's too much. And if you, well, Marinovic is 226, so it's mm. not that much of a price difference if you were going to make that trade. I'm not um, trading him, though. Well, see, here's, well I wasn't going to either. The, the issue is Sydney play Friday night, so you won't even know oh, if Bazanis is going to play until Saturday. Yeah, good um, point. So if it's Bazanis who's going, it, yep. it won't be Redmayne that comes in unless you just do it yep. um, and, and hope for the best. But I don't really want to mm. trade Bazanis. Because if he does play, like we said, he's going to go up quite go a while. Quite I a think lot. I'm just so going to keep him. I will probably do the, the exact same as you uh, and keep him and forego goalkeeper points if that's the way it turns out. Yep. Um, I have still all the cash sitting there, so I don't think I'll be making trades, but the ones that I'm considering um, is still maybe Mule, like even he's on the, the list of dropping in value. Mm. Um, I still like him as a, as a player, but Western Sydney, it's, they're too up and down or mostly down. Um, so I'll, I'll wait and see. I'd like to not make any trades like you until next week yep. and get ready for that round 19. And I'm already looking ahead and, and for the, I think, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but looking at the remaining buys for the year, after round um, 19, Perth and Sydney, who are probably the two informed teams at the moment, don't have any more buys. So after that round, you realistically could light up on from those teams and not be worried about them having buys. So that's probably going to be what I might do uh, in terms of Mueller, maybe trade him for one of the, uh, a midfielder. I haven't got any Sydney midfielders, so I might pick somebody up there. We'll see how we go, but that's a couple of rounds away. Okay, uh, so that's it. The TPO rankings, uh, the fan pick team, they're looking all right too. I could probably make some trades at the back line, but again, defenders, yeah, neither here nor there. You, can, you can't really predict when they're going to get a clean sheet or not, their midfielder and strikers are looking good. They do have Mitch Duke still in there, which might, I, I actually don't know how much money the TPO Olympic team have. He's one player, might look to trade out after round 19, but we'll see how we go. I'll have to, I'll probably save the trades. They've got plenty of trades. I think they've got 20 plus left because I've been pretty lazy with them. Um, but their team's still looking pretty good. So I'll probably make some trades next week heading into round 19. Sounds right, good. Let's get into predictions for this weekend. So the Knicks have the bye, uh, and we got three Saturday games. One Friday, which is 6.30. We've got Sydney hosting Brisbane. Uh, I'm predicting Sydney to get up 2-0. I, I think it'll be a pretty comfortable win. That's what's expected, and I, I think it'll what just was, be business as usual. From memory, the score earlier in the year between those like 5-1 or something. Yeah, yeah, it was a big, big uh, win. I think that looked pretty comfortable as well. Yeah. I'm going to actually say 3-0. Yep. Uh, Saturday, 4 p.m. kickoff. Jets are hosting Western United. Two teams in oh, pretty bad form, I suppose. What's Western United? Well, Jets, Jets are in very bad form. Yeah. Western United are just slowly falling down the table. Yeah, they've lost three out of their last four games. Yeah. They beat Central United, Coast so. 3-0 two rounds ago. Mm. But What are you predicting? Well, yeah, one? let me go first. Uh, I actually think Newcastle might finally get um, a result, so I'm going to go Newcastle 2-1. Okay, later on on Saturday, 6.30. And by the way, Jets did, are still having announced. Did you say yours for that one, coach? Oh, 3-2 to Jets. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Thank you for that. Jets still haven't announced their coach as of right now, but um, Carl Robinson is his name, the guy from the MLS. Yeah, right. He's an English guy. He used to play in the, I think, Premier League and stuff. So he's uh, expected to be announced sometime soon. Cool. Saturday, 6.30, Adelaide are hosting City. I think this will be an interesting game. If you remember back to the FFA Cup final, was it three or four nil they won that game? Four, I think. Yeah, I think it was four nil. That's when um, Toure. Al-Hassan Toure. Yeah, yep. He sort of came onto the scene. Uh, I'm predicting two all, Jake. Yeah, this will be an interesting one. Um, I think I'm really torn about this, actually. 
I'm gonna go with Adelaide at home, which is, I'd probably say City would be favorites given the um, ladder at the moment, but I'm gonna go Adelaide at home and I think they'll get up one nil. Okay. And we've got a late game on Saturday because Perth are playing and they're obviously the time zones work out. So they're hosting victory. This will be an interesting game. Victory coming off a 3-0 smashing in the big blue, but then heading over, as we just mentioned, to Asia, picking up a good result um, to qualify for the Champions League. They travel west Saturday night. What are you predicting, Jake? Uh, Perth's going to get up 2-0. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I'm saying nil all. I think it'll be, um, yeah, scoreless. Okay. So... And we've got a game ourselves, Jake. I think it's seven o'clock, is it? Five and seven, depending if we make resis or first team. Correct. So we might be able to watch a bit of that one. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. And then the solo Sunday game, which we might see a big score, um, like the Sunday just gone, <laughs> maybe. Central Coast are hosting Western Sydney Wanderers. Again, two teams not performing so well. Two teams that have conceded quite a lot of goals, mm. but also haven't scored a whole lot of goals. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in this one. I'm predicting 2-1 to the travelling, uh, this is the away team, Western Sydney. All right. Well, I'm going to go the opposite, 2-1 mm -hmm. to the Mariners. Okay. Cool. There you go. Well, that's it. That's our predictions. That's our trades. That's how the week went down. Jake's still in first spot in our group and fourth fourth overall in the whole website. Are you far off first place, do you know? Uh, I think there is a bit of a gap. Yeah. There's a couple that have kind of shot ahead. Uh, having a look now, about 40 points. Well, so that's it's, not it's much with, at all, It's within really. reach, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the winner at the end of the year picks up a couple of $500 or something Is that right? from the website. There you go. Maybe it's fake. Maybe they, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, that's it for this week's podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, join, we asked the Facebook group still going. Um, there's still yep. some definitely chat, mostly just on Saturday nights or afternoons after the games and Sundays. Uh, during the week, it's pretty quiet in there, apart from me posting about the podcast is up and asking for questions and stuff like that. Uh, anything else, Jake? Well, I guess the other thing is if you um, don't follow it as closely, like team news and all that sort of stuff, generally yeah. we try and put up, not just us, but other people put up injuries yeah. or new players or whatever. So, yeah, Facebook group's good we for do, that. We do our best, but, um, yeah, we'll see how we go. Otherwise, enjoy the weekend of A-League coming up, and we will see you back here next week. Bye.